folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast, Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hey, everybody, it's Corey Poindexter. It's Pop Vickity. And you're listening to the Small Package Show. Today, we're recapping Survivor Series. It's been a while. We're predicting TLC. That's coming up soon. We're talking about Ron Smith. Down stuff. It's feeling kind of like it's uh, Attitude Era. What's going on with that? It's pretty cool. And this awkward intro is over. It's small package time, bitches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to the danger zone. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Twenty-five feet, feet twenty-five, twenty-five feet. Had to be alive for it. Uh, uh, uh. Put my dogs down. Yeah, Can that just be the opening for the show? It is the opening. Okay, the good. This is Casey Casey. With Robert J. Fick listening to his Christmas classic, only 25 feet. And then in parentheses, XLR cable length. Model number J4275. So, anyway, small package. Ooh, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Dude, there's so much wrestling. We got Everywhere you look. <laughs> and I have been told that. There is gold for Bray Wyatt this week. I do think that it is very sick when Orton and him time the him doing the uh, art like the legend killer stance with Bray Wyatt opening his arms up. It's pretty cool looking. Can't wait for that to be in a video game in three years. They're pretty uh-huh. timely with their content. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At least the women are in this year's. Remember last year when Charlotte was the fucking champion yeah, and she wasn't in the sure. game? Anyway, so hey everybody. Talk about something relevant. Yeah, that was relevant. Revisit that was, a- it's relevant. It's always relevant. WWE 2K17. <clears throat> Fantasy warfare, as it were. Has except, become real. Except it's become real. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing at home? I'm trying to leave, actually. Oh no. Well, so uh, a lot to talk about, lot to lot to lot to unpack, as it were. Uh, first off, Raw and SmackDown been on a little bit of a hot streak in terms of quality of their shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we need to recap Survivor Series, or at least say what we think about it. I thought it was a pretty pretty solid show. It was good. There's a lot of good stuff that happened. I mean, the only two matches that mattered ended on fuck finishes, which is kind of lame, but... Which which two? The ones that weren't Survivor Series matches? I mean, Goldberg Goldberg and Lesnar, I don't know if I'd say... Oh, and that one. Oh, you're talking about the IC title and the Cruiserweight. Yeah, the ones that mattered. I didn't. I didn't truly think that the IC title was one was going to matter as much because I kind of had a a vibe that it, the title retain on SmackDown regardless of the finish. I kind of thought they might bring yeah. Sami Zayn over. And you don't think that would matter? No, 
Because oh, okay. Sami Zayn has been booked so well since he's come up from NXT. The only... She just ran off of my fucking water. <laughs> and now that's canon in the podcast. I didn't start coughing while you were recording. Shout out to Kayla, wife of the half of the show, friend to other half of the show. She's my friend too, I guess. But uh, anyway, so Cody... <laughs> why does there say Cody Rhodes? I'm getting all hyped up. We're going to can, a show. Can we, can we just... Can we just- Calm down and do the show. Take a deep breath, Corey. You're all over the fucking place. I'm so sorry, Bob. You're talking to me about fucking video game news from June. Like which video game news? Oh, they have women in this. Good job. Like, duh, no shit. Oh, you know that I'm slow. I can't help it. (laughs) The game's been out for a fucking month. In Corey time, that's like either a day and a half or seven years. I can't tell. Anyway. Survivor Series. So, the Cruiserweight match, as you were alluding to, ended with uh, a fucking terrible finish. Yeah, Kalisto got trampled by Baron Corbin. Sure. Sure. I mean, it was kind of a a fucking awful way to end. What was a pretty, pretty okay match? It would have been a great match. I mean, even if, even if brian kendrick used a fuck finish, like it's in line with his character, like, I would have been like, whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, it was... It still would have been disappointing, but whatever. It was a good outing, and then it was ruined by Baron Corbin. And then the IC title, I I mean, it didn't surprise me how it ended. I was a, like, I was a little I, bit like... I called Miz retaining on a fuck finish. You I did. I called that. I think we split the show. Because I changed some of my predictions last minute. For, I think I changed it from a raw sweep, but we disagreed on every single match. But I feel like... I mean, other than Goldberg Lesnar, mm-hmm. we both were f- way off yeah, base there. Obviously, but uh, I think we split. I think we except split the right show. as the match started, you said, "Oh, what if this is a fucking squash and Goldberg wins?" And then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> okay, let's let's just here let's let's come back to the Survivor Series matches and just let's talk about how we feel about Lesnar Goldberg because in the moment, I was I was very angry. I was too, but now I really like it. I feel the same way. Look at that, Bob. We're meant to be together on this podcast. <laughs> after after sleeping on it, 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 it allowed somebody not on the roster to take Brock Lesnar down, which means that somebody on the roster is not going to get elevated to fucking God-tier status wrestler. Yet. Like If it was Roman, people would have been so angry. But the fact that Brock has been defeated, that his whole streak... I mean, when was the last time Brock lost? Uh, I mean, where he took the pin lost? Cause like, yeah, I mean, if you you can say he lost at WrestleMania, but right. he didn't. Like The Seth last time... Beat Roman, technically. The last time he took the L... I don't even... I honestly can't remember the last time he took the L. Right. Like and fuck, the last time you had him on WWE TV in a match, SummerSlam? they had him bash a dude's head open. And that was the oh, cold right. thing. Like, that's how you're building this guy up, as this fucking monster that literally bashes heads in. So, some people were mad because they were like, well, Randy Orton's loss, John Cena's losses, the streak, are they meaningless now? I would disagree. I would say that now what has happened and obviously a big part of this is backstage stuff because originally Lesnar was slated to win the match 
But then Goldberg came to terms with Vince and all of them for a longer term deal. So we'll have more Goldberg matches, Mm -hmm. which they then decided, okay, well, then Goldberg will get the win. And then what's probably most likely going to happen is Lesnar is going to show up for the Rumble. Yeah, because they're both confirmed in it. And then Lesnar is going to cost Goldberg the Rumble. Uh, I'm I'm predicting it'll be like a late entrant for Lesnar. Yeah, and that Goldberg will still be in it, and Goldberg will get. He'll get like yeah, he'll get like a teens entrance, and Gold and Lesnar will get like a twenty something. Exactly, and then they'll have the blow off at WrestleMania. That makes perfect booking. And what they're probably going to do is give Lesnar the win at WrestleMania. Sure, and then at some point, someone in the future can still get elevated by Lesnar. Yeah, but it's not the monster Lesnar anymore. It's the Lesnar who has shown he can lose. And then he'll also lose. Like Demigod. And then he'll also lose at uh, Royal Rumble at some point. They're oh, not yeah. going to make him main event it. No. Because then they'd have to have Goldberg somehow like win Elimination Chamber, which is confirmed back as well. Oh, and they're bringing the pay-per-view back? Mm-hmm. The yeah. Chamber is confirmed. Is it a, is it a exclusive to one or the other? I think it's Raw. I mean, that would make most sense. Um, and I'm pretty, it, it's, I'm pretty sure it's in, in Pittsburgh. So let your angle speculations begin. How many times have I predicted Kurt Angle comes uh, back? How many weeks, like not just like pay-per-views, but weeks that we're watching raw where we're on the couch here oh, watching in Pittsburgh. Like, Oh yeah. They're, Oh, they're in Erie. Oh, they're within 125 mile radius of Pennsylvania. They're in he Youngstown. Could, he could go back. Wouldn't that be great? Um, dude, I still hold out hope that he'll, he'll come back at some point. Maybe the rubble. Like, maybe the Rumble. Maybe. 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 Because 2017 was the year they said that he was going to come back. Although, you know what they might do is hold him off till the next video game. I mean, that's what they did for Goldberg. Yeah. And that's going pretty well, admittedly. Mm -hmm. Like, story-wise. Not so much the game. But, so the match, we're we're cool with it now. Yeah. In retrospect. Uh Uh-huh. Very... And honestly, I, I don't know exactly how you feel about this. I had not been that emotional about a match's outcome like i was angry in the heat of the moment oh yeah no like they worked me man i was surprised legit shocked like because it was it was what like uh 10 30 like 10 35 and we're like boof this is gonna be like a drag out match how we get into 11 and then it was just like bam 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 done by 10 40 and i was just like oh okay what 90 seconds it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, very gut. And that and that is wrestling. Like, wrestling is about giving you those uh-huh. emotional feelings. Uh-huh. So, arguably, that may be one of the best matches. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous yeah, to say, but... because it was a fucking squash match in a minute 30. <clears throat> against, you know, with a part-timer versus a retiree. A timer <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> versus, like a, like, a senior citizen AARP member. Uh, He's not that old. Yeah, he is. Oh, would you hush? He's, no, he's only 51. Uh, are you sure? I'm pretty sure he's only 51. What's the what's AARP? When do you get your I, cards? Isn't it 65? No. Isn't it retirement age? It's I, I don't think it's 50, but it's in your it's in your 50s that you get oh, AARP. Well, anyway. <laughs> Regardless. Uh, but yeah, good match. Uh Survivor Series matches. Uh they gave raw two of the three and gave arguably the most important one to SmackDown. So I feel like yeah. that's, that's the best Which, way to, um, I'm pretty surprised by, 
Uh, yeah. I thought they, because they had Undertaker come back, be like, I'm coming back full time. If you fuck up, I'll be here to come for you. And then I was like, okay, cool. They'll fuck up. And then that leads to an Undertaker thing. And right. That, and we haven't fucking seen or heard from him well, since. Think so of, think of Undertaker as a lockbox. <laughs> He's a story component oh. that we're never going to hear about again. They're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. Or yeah. he'll come back in a couple of weeks and be like, hey, that's a Survivor Series turnout. <laughs> I was asleep in my dark, toomey cave. Um, and you know what? I think that splitting 2-3 but giving SmackDown the most important of the three. resting in <laughs> peace. And then you woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of my sleep is on your hands. Blood of my nap is on your head. Oh, that's a one of these days that it's like a slow wrestling week. That's just gonna be the whole episode is us doing Undertaker impressions. Undertaker at the grocery store. Is this organic? <laughs> the blood from this fresh cut meat is on my hands. I don't like seeds in my grapes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's stop that before it gets too far along. Um SmackDown are the tag team matches. Uh interesting to see New Day get eliminated so early. Yeah, um but it was it was a good way for them to get out of the match. That is I, true. I was like, ah oh, man, how are they going to look strong and blah 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 and mm-hmm. nah, they can just kind of Glitch their way out, <laughs> and uh, this is an overall good match, a solid match. Yeah, uh, I don't think really there were any matches on the card that I was like that was a bad match. I, I mean, mean, ending endings yes. aside, outside of the endings, endings aside, the matches all were solid performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, great performances all around by everyone, and it, and especially you know what I thought the same the same Zane Ziggler ma- or Zayn Zayn uh, uh, Miz match was also solid. I mean, again. It's kind of getting old with the Maurice interference finishes. And, Definitely. And I, I'm kind of getting tired of it. But that being said, I guess it's kind of surprising and impressive that they continue to do it in new and unique ways. That is true. They're finding different ways. It's not the same every time. Right, she's not spraying people in the face. She. This was the one where she not. rang the ringside bell, yeah. right? Yeah, that was an interesting way of doing it. It caught me off guard. First, I thought it was my phone. Then I was like, what the fuck did I miss in the match? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it was Maurice with shenanigans uh and so the tag team match went to raw then the women's match also going to raw mm-hmm. and that gives you some uh interesting thing is how i was wondering how they were going to get natalia into the match in canada i figured yeah she, and they had the whole nikki bella attack backstage and we still don't know who did it i mean it was carmella i'm assuming i assume i mean or it could be natty, natty because she attacked her so that she could get in the match herself also real quick while we're talking about natty can they please stop with the song lyrics gimmick my god i am just like i can't roll my eyes any harder i would honestly rather than bring back farting natalia i would almost rather than bring back her farting in the backstage interviews than she quoted celine dion and like tlc and i'm just like just stop it's fucking annoying it's not funny and it also is not like a heel heat thing it's just like a this just like a such a dad joke level right of get of thing in the interviews just just stop with an a and an h 
dap. Anyway, women's match though, again, not bad, not bad at all. There's some exciting some stuff, weird little things, but I mean, it happens. It's you know, it it's. I will say this: the the for they for two years, it's been getting better. The women's matches have gotten better for sure and better. I'm glad they're finally letting them have stipulation matches other than bra and panty. Uh huh. That's always great. Uh, and then the the men's match um, was I I loved it. Yeah, it's everyone long, got everyone but, got really. Oh yeah, it was like 55 minutes. But I mean, when you have 10 people, uh huh. You have Braun getting eliminated by a countout from Ellsworth. Great spot. And then Ellsworth getting eviscerated. Uh. You know, interesting shield reunion to power slam. And I did, I did call that. I did did. call. You did. Um, great work with Dean, by the way, lately too. Just, um, um, yeah, it was a fantastic match. Although Shane McMahon's concussion scared the shit out of me. Like when he stepped up for the coast to coast, I was like, oh, this is going to be a cool spot. And as soon as I saw Roman sneaking in to do the spear, I, was like oh i felt i felt like this is gonna be bad and he like you could just see his eyes glaze over when he's on the mat uh-huh. and also you know how shane kicked out and then they were like uh x's like yeah get him out of here shane wasn't supposed to kick out oh yeah no that should have been a finish that was like instinct i guess that wrestling instinct that everyone talks about oh man he's <laughs> too much of a great wrestler <laughs> just look dude you you got daddy loves you. Okay. You've got his approval. He know you've proven yourself. You've gone to China and made a name for yourself. Dude. He proved himself back when Kurt angle almost broke his fucking neck, trying to throw him through the plexiglass twice. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, do it again. Like you proved yourself. We get it. You jumped off to hell in a cell. You've jumped off crazy high things. We get it. You're like Jeff Hardy, but with less drugs and more success. You could stop. We all love you. Your kids have seen you do it. And yet I hope this is the last time we see him in a ring as a, as a wrestler. I love Shane McMahon. He seemed okay on Tuesday though. The next, next two nights. I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying like, we like, ah, I don't know. Or at least just save it for, I mean, I guess survivor series is a big four. So Mm -hmm. fair enough, but that spot was really cool. And it was also cool that Randy Orton broke character to go over to his kids and be like, your dad's okay. And someone called him out on Twitter like, oh, Randy Orton broke character to talk to Shane and Mac's kids. And Randy Orton replied back just like, I'm a father first and I would want somebody to talk to my kids. And I was like, you know what? Good for you, Randy Orton. I can't wait for you to be fucking tag champ with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the big everyone was, uh, you know, they left Roman alone in the ring with mm-hmm. Bray and Randy and everyone's like, God damn it. Here we go. Here we fucking go again. <laughs> they charges up the spear coming for Bray and then huge deflection by Brandy Brorton. That's and, what we should call him now. And uh, Bray gets the pin on it. Man, Bray's looking strong. Oh, yeah. And you you were the one who told me that crazy fact yes. about Wyatt and the, the this gold. Is, this is his first ever direct shot in a match for a belt. Aside Ever. from aside from he has been in the Royal Rumble last year, which was for the title, for the title technically, right. but he wasn't gonna win that, probably. Of course. Uh and then he was in Money in the Bank twenty fourteen again for a belt. Oh yeah, that was yeah, then when they hang when they had the belts up. And yeah. um 
So this is his so this first is actual, his actual like Bray Wyatt, well, and Randy Orton versus opponent for belt. Which is crazy because he's been such a big story piece. I know. He's been in huge feuds. You Actually, never th- I was thinking about this earlier. This is, I think, before you got big. You, you didn't get into big into wrestling until last year, right? Yeah. So you missed, I think, Money in the... Or not Money in the Bank. Uh, Hell in a Cell 2014, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. I don't know if you were already into it at that point. One of the worst endings ever. I was reminded of it by a What Culture video earlier today, and I went back and rewatched that match, and like it wasn't a very great match. I mean, it was it was fine between Dean and Seth. They put on a good match. They both put on good matches. It was a little slow, but it was the story was there. The wrestling was okay. And then the end of the match is the lights go out right when Dean's about to get the win. And everyone's like, please don't let Bray Wyatt be the person ruining this ending. Cause the story is finally at the, you know, about to be over. You're just like, Oh God, I'm so close. And, uh, then the lights come back on. It's just a lantern in the ring. And then a hologram of Bray Wyatt in a cloud of smoke. Cause he goes to like attack. Cause it looks like Bray Wyatt, but then it's like a hologram shooting up through the canvas of the ring. Okay. <laughs> it's it's bad. And then that distracts him long enough so for Seth Rollins to come in and curb stomp him. Okay. It's as bad as you're imagining it being. It's truly awful. But I'm finally glad they're going to give him a fucking... I mean, he has to beat Slater and Rhino, right? I I imagine. I imagine. Like, in what he's world too, is he not? He's too, they're too strong. They're too hot a team. Uh, well, they're not really a team, but they're too hot a no, streak. No, he's in the family. Orton's and, a, a member now. He's just got to get some gator swamping clothes. And, you know, Slater and Rhino, we knew couldn't last that long, right? I think it's because Rhino shaved. I think that's the giveaway. You know how when they say, like, oh, when oh, a wrestler. Samson? When a, <laughs> when a wrestler changes their, like, entrance or their attire, you know that there's a face or heel turn coming. Mm-hmm. I feel like a major change in facial hair while you're the title holder is pretty evident of a title change. Uh-huh. Um, so they're a great team. I can't wait to see them win. And Survivor Series, good. Good pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Enjoyable. Uh, and so, Raw and SmackDown have been good. We yeah. don't really need to go too far um, into it. Uh, other than the big spots, uh, namely, uh, Sasha wins the belt back from Charlotte. You think that's a negative? I, I- mean, I, I, I've always thought that... Um, you know, the idea of two athletes at the peak of their game. Like, think of two of the best sports teams in any given division. Right. Like, one's going to win one night, the other's going to win the other. Like, sure. That's just, they're, they're evenly matched. So, wait, are you, are you against what happened on Raw with Sasha winning the title back? I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, I feel like it's almost become predictable at this point of of a title change, though. They which have is kind a little of hot bit, potatoed it a lot, which is a little bit pushing it because I mean, like, it's like, oh, a pay per view, okay, Charlotte's winning it. Oh, a Raw, okay, Sasha's winning it. Oh, a pay per view, okay, Charlotte's like. So we need Sasha to defend want, it like successfully at a pay per view now. Yes, I I need I need to see this mold get broken, 
and for them to do something else. True. It's getting a little stale. They can revisit it soon. I'm fine with that. You know, maybe from a different angle and, you know, Charlotte wants revenge and now she's even more aggressive. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Something. What I but, would like to see happen is take a break from, from Sasha Charlotte now. Let Charlotte go and go be reclusive for a while. Maybe like for at least a couple weeks. Like let her just uh-huh. be like, I'm, I'm disappearing. I can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. Let someone like Dana come in and be like, S- Charlotte can't be here for emotional reasons, personal reasons, physical reasons, what have you. I'm here. I'm going to take you down. Let her feud with her for a little bit. Um, and then, I mean, because Royal Rumble's coming up. WrestleMania season is coming. It's, you know, we're, you know, how many months away? Uh, May, so like five-ish? No, it's, Mania's April. April. April so, 2nd. So we're like four and a half months away. Yeah. Give or take. <clears throat> so, you know, Bailey is probably going to be feuding with either Charlotte or Sasha. I'm imagining a Sasha heel turn feud with Bailey is probably going to happen by WrestleMania. Possibly, yeah. Or Charlotte feuding with Bailey. Mm-hmm. Or Nia Jax. We got a good division over there in the women's division on Raw. I think so. But no, no. You, you literally Potential. just named all of them. Potential. There's no it. one else. You just named all of them. Uh, Alicia Fox is there. I'm you, not trolling. You think Alicia. she's going to get a push? Uh, she, she, she is a good performer. She's a fine performer. You think she's going to get a push? No. Also, also, Oscar's probably going to be coming up at some point. She'll probably come to Raw. Oscar's great. I'm I'm not denying Oscar's great. I'm denying and, that she's going to get called up soon. And Emma is coming back. And this is what I'm gonna say. Emma was really hot and really good. I don't mean hot. Okay, Zach Ryder, you can put the shotgun down. Uh, she was very hot over going into her injury. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is all swerve. Heel gimmick was good. Yeah, I think this is a swerve. I think that this whole Emmalina thing is a swerve. I think that it's going to make us let our guard down and she's going to come back and get a push. So you look at it like Sasha, Charlotte, Dana, Bailey, Nia Jax, Emma coming back. Alicia Fox has a lot of talent. She can hold her own. Uh, did I say Oscar's coming up probably? Yeah. Already? Pretty sure. So like seven or eight, give or take right now established. And, there's other women that are going to be coming up through the pipeline pretty soon okay? because they have people in the developmental right now in NXT who are not getting airtime in NXT uh-huh. who are training who they want to start putting people up on the roster. Now, granted, there's going to be some people who don't come up, you know, because you have to have people down there. But there's some strong women down there right now. Uh, they still haven't brought up. What's her fucking name? Blue Pants. She's not signed to WWE. She was. Did well, she? she's not. Not anymore? No. Hmm. She's been doing indie shows and stuff. Well, indie shows doesn't necessarily rule you out from working with WWE. Well, she's worked with WWE, but... She was down in NXT for a, for a while. I don't, she's not there anymore? No, I've been, to I've, my knowledge, no. Hmm. Well, and regardless, there's a lot of people they're bringing up, and so there's room for rapid expansion, I feel like. All right. Well, anyway... <clears throat> So, uh, yeah. So we were we were talking about and SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um, good shows. Yeah, uh, I really liked this past Raw. Um, 
which would have been what the November twenty eighth. Um, we're a little behind. <laughs> we're catching up. Yeah. Uh, that had, you know, the women's match, which mm-hmm. was really good. Uh, the no DQs, falls count anywhere. Oh, yeah. Moonsault from the announce table. Submission in the handrail of the stadium. That was awesome. Like, that was a that was a spot I'd not seen before either. And you also had the Seth Rollins parking lot attack. That's pretty cool. You had the Seamus Cesaro barroom brawl. That was a fun. Like I had this was ev- this people- was a good fucking raw for th- like I looked at the clock and it was like ten oh five and I was just like holy shit we're on the last hour like I was loving it I did not realize two hours had already passed the Seamus Cesaro spot was such a good way to sort of bring those two back together because they were the only surviving tag team. Right? They were the ones who won. Were they the only sur- the sole survivors? They won it for It was them Raw. versus Usos. Yeah. So they, I guess they won. So they were the... Yeah, it was them because it was just the two of them in the ring at the end of it. Uh-huh. And you know what? Like, they did a they did a great job. Uh, they lost their shot to New Day for the titles the following Monday because of shenanigans. Yeah. And, and you know what? It was so cool to see them at the bar and just fight the bunch of random goons in the background and and then be like partner and they're both drinking the guinness and like i was like you know what that was this whole thing people have been talking about on right like squared circle and stuff but yeah i totally agree it totally felt kind of like an attitude era ish vibe off the product yeah it was just it was so refreshing to see wrestle like them do even think of having a storyline go beyond the arena i'm cool with that too i i think it's great because obviously if you guys are trying to sell me on the reality era of wrestling and these guys are out there living their gimmicks all the time and like they need to their lives exist beyond 8 to 11 p.m at night like, you don't have to go quite as far as is Pillman's. He's got a gun. Sure, but sure. like, remember when like Booker T fought but Stone Cold Steve Austin in the, the grocery, road. In show the grocery him in the store? parking lot. Show yes. him in a, you know, they're out traveling all the time. Show him in the airport. Like, yeah, and they used to do that. Like that's what I was saying. Like Booker T and uh, and Austin in the in the grocery store when he was walking around dumping flour and milk on him and shit, like bring that kind of stuff back. The bar thing was cool. The parking lot attack was cool. I mean, shit in attitude era, like it felt like a quarter of the storylines either happened in or culminated in a parking lot. And, uh, and then speaking of other kind of attitude era feels, you had, uh, Rollins doing the huge dive off the stadium. Oh yeah. Entrance it, way. The I had seen him do that once before when he was in the Shield when they had I guess I think it was the blow off against Evolution, but that was years ago at this point. Um, and it was I mean Rollins is great. Like he's a, I thought you were going to talk when you said another Attitude Era vibe. I thought you were going to talk about Enzo's Enzo feud with naked. Rusev. Yeah, that I, honestly, and the other thing is, all of it was PG. Era-y. All of it was PG suitable. I felt like the only thing that kind of flirted with that. TV 14 line was Enzo being nude and, and, uh, you know, that, that then calling Rusev's SAWFT soft and also saying he would stuff her like a turkey was a little, yeah, yeah some little risque for TV PG, but 
good show. Everything was fun with it. Uh, also, I like how Rusev was able to, rather than having just a normal match with a shenanigan finish, instead of all that, just walking right up to Enzo and kicking him right in the dick, I thought was a fun way to just get out of that. I know some people were all pissy that, oh, it wasn't even a match. It's like, yeah, but it's it's wrestling. It's about the story. And I would rather watch Rusev walk right up to a guy who who flirted with his wife and kick him square in the jewels than watch four minutes of them tussling around for no reason and then seeing him just like hit him with a belt or a chair. You know, mm-hmm. the dick kick says everything we need to know. He's like, fuck you, Enzo. Right in the dick. Uh-huh. So high quality programming, Bab. High quality programming from Ron Smackdown. Uh also 205 Live was this week. Yeah. Uh I will say I think that maybe they might want to consider like putting it before SmackDown. Um if they want the crowds to be hot for it. The crowd was Yeah, they they definitely need to I mean I don't know because here we had this discussion earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh you say you want it to be beforehand because then you'll have a hot crowd um and whereas yes you'll definitely have a hotter crowd if you do it first uh that also a um would throw people who are used to getting at the arena at a time and then you're like ah psych the show's an hour earlier you might you might have people not being able to get out of work blah 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 sure um so a it might not be a hotter crowd to begin with just because people might not be there b uh it could make smackdown suffer uh if you have everyone be hot for an hour first then smackdown will be everyone will be super tired by the second hour of smackdown true uh if you put it at the end of the show yes the crowd is tired because they just went through two hours of smackdown but um if you let everyone just kind of leave and focus on the bottom section of a of the arena and let people move down. You're right. going to leave the diehard fans who should be hot for a three hour show anyway, because right. that's what raw is. And diehard fans would be able to get up front. They'd be able to see their favorite wrestlers. Um, you know, they, that's fair. They would know when to cheer and who to cheer for. That's fair enough. Yeah, it was a good show. It was very, uh, Bollywood boys did not get, I mean, they got a, a bigger pop than I thought they would get, but they also, uh, just the crowd was a little quiet. Gallagher really woke him up. Yeah. That was impressive of him. Uh, how he can be someone who's not even been on raw. Like oh, he's yeah. been not on uh, anything outside of CWC Cruiser, yeah, cruiserweight. Yeah. And still make the crowd get into him in like half a match. Important note. Seamus is no longer the whitest person on the roster. Huh. Jack Gallagher is frighteningly pale. He is. He is, crazy he is a pale. very pale man. Um, oh, there's people in the hallway. Listen to that. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, we th- everyone was fooled into thinking Noam Dar was going to be there because of the uh, promo. But man, these video packages on 205 Live are great. They are. Why have they been not been focusing on these types of things on Raw? I, I don't know. There's no character development know. on Raw. Raw, it's, it's, is, Raw has been putting I them into six-man flippy match tags, and no one gives a shit. And then they could put them on 205 Live, and they give them stories, and even the drunks that were left in the arena were like, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. And then the big news out of 205 Live 
is uh, Rich Swan. Rich Swan is our new cruiserweight champ. It was a great match. Very good. With a what an ending routine too. Oh yeah. With the the kick kick kick. Whew. Yeah, I mean it was it was interesting to see not really a finisher bring down a guy. Oh yeah. Because he didn't really do his his standing four fifty or anything. No, and- he just hit him with three real hard looking kicks. Mm-hmm. In in pretty rapid succession. Uh, yeah, no, they were they were good. It was, it was a great match. Um, love the ending. Um, I think I think Swan is a great person to build a division around. Oh, he, yeah. He's the one guy who's really shown he can get over with any crowd. Uh, Him and Alexander are diamonds in the rough. I mean, and I, I, I say diamonds in the rough. Diamonds in the emerald pile because the cruiserweight division has so much talent in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, that's the biggest disappointment I have with Raw mishandling it is it's like you're going to go out and get some of the best talent in the world to come out and be on your show. And then you're not going to showcase them properly or give them characters and stories. And it's like I watched that Bollywood Boys video package that aired before their match and I cared like in just in just one video package, they got me going, you know what? I hope he beats the shit out of Tony Nese and, and Drew Gulak. Like, and they did. And then I was happy about it. And it's like, man, think about that. These people have, there's so much charisma in so many of these dudes in the cruiserweight division, but they just don't give them a chance to talk. It's like, how are mm-hmm. you supposed to mm-hmm. love or hate these people if you never hear them talk? You know, it is what it is. But it was a good show. 205 Live. Did you get a chance to watch that? Uh, yes. Or uh, Talking Smack. No. Whoops. Uh, Talking Smack had Mike as himself, as Mike Mizanin instead of as The Miz. And watching, if you haven't had a chance, it's worth checking it out on the network because Dolph Ziggler comes on for his interview and is so confused at first. And Renee Young's just sort of like shrugging, like she's confused as well as to why The Miz is like, you know. And our next guest is a decorated former Iron Continental champion and he's a great performer, Dolph Ziggler. And Ziggler comes out all angry in character and Mike's like, <clears throat> Well, I I don't know. You'd have to talk to the Miz about that. I don't know. I you know, I would definitely try to talk to the Miz about that. And watching Dolph try not to like corpse on him because like Mike is just sitting there just being like, well, I I don't know, Dolph. I mean, that sounds like a very valid concern. I would be concerned too, but I'm not the Miz. I'm Mike Mizanin. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is why I love him so much. He's so fucking awesome. He's hilarious. Ah, I'm fanboying. Anyway, so let's. Move on. Uh-huh. Next TLC. Next up is TLC. In like two days? Yeah, it's Sunday. Fuck. At least it won't be 17 goddamn hours. Yeah, no, it should be a nice tight little show. Uh, I'll pull up the card here. We have uh, a few matches confirmed. So we have Becky Lynch oh, versus... Uh, no, I don't have it up. I'm just oh. going off memory. We have Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss in a tables match for the women's title. That probably won't be first, but that's the first one I remembered because that's actually, to be honest, the one I'm most excited about. I'm I'm very curious to see. Alexa Bliss has gotten a lot better since she's been up to the main roster. Uh, a lot of talent to begin with, but it's just been you know curated and and enhanced. I like her promos. I feel like they aren't giving her enough slack when it comes to like flexibility in the promos. I feel mm-hmm. like they're telling her backstage, like stick kind of to the script, mm-hmm. like the potato farm line. I just sort of groaned. I was like, come on now. Like that line sucks, but 
you know, she is a good performer. I do like when they kind of like let her off the, the, I don't hope this isn't too inappropriate to say, you know, but like let her off the leash a little bit and let her just go mm-hmm. like on talking smack. She's great. When I feel like she's trying to remember a script, she's so, so, mm-hmm. but good performance in the ring. Uh, and so tables match, exciting stuff. I'm sure yes, you're hoping that straight for the women. I'm hoping, I think that you're hoping for straight fire. Is that your call? Is it straight fire? Or do you think this is, this is no, I think Bliss's time. I think Becky's got it. You think maybe she lights a table on fire, straight fire? No. You think they're going to let the women, she's going to be like, especially since, oh, especially I- since Becky went through a table on SmackDown. I feel like she's got the win. That is Pay-per-view. true. It's a good, but you don't think that she'll be like the raw women get to have Kate hell in a cell matches. So I'm going to light this fucking table on a fire. No, no, that'd be dope. Uh, so you're calling you're calling becky yeah bob i'm terribly sorry but alexa bliss's reign starts on sunday okay i just i want you to be emotional i have enough time it's we're recording this on a friday i want you to have enough time to emotionally prepare that becky's going to lose okay so Uh, what's our next match nikki versus carmella nikki bella Versus Carmella. No DQ match. No DQ. Becky versus Carmella. Who, who, so do you think there's going to be a lot of weapon spots in this? Because Becky, or not Becky, <laughs> Carmella and Nikki are two that we've not seen a lot of like stipulation stuff before. In terms of like no DQ stipulation stuff. I don't know if I've ever seen them aside from the SmackDown stuff, but. I don't think I've seen them in too many like weapons. I, did they use a weapon? No, Carmella's the, had like three main event matches, so no. obviously not her. Okay, so and you would know about Nikki more than I would. So, so who do you got? Uh, I feel like they're gonna give it to Nikki <clears throat> just because she's Nikki Bella. So you're calling Nikki? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think so too, because. To be honest, Carmella's just not there yet. Although she, uh, that heel heat that they could maybe get for her in a no DQ situation, I'm gonna call Carmella. I'm gonna regret it because it's wrong. Okay, but uh, I I think that I, I it's more interesting for us to have disagreements, and this is one where I could see them pulling a shenanigans. I mean, it's no DQ, so. Mm-hmm. But I could see something happening. Uh, Maybe na- like Natty helping or something. Ms. Ziggler in a ladder <clears throat> match. Oh, it's a ladder match. Uh-huh. For the IC title? Yes. <sighs> Who do you got? Uh, honestly, I feel like Ziggler is going to win it back. You're calling DZ? Yeah. That's my gut reaction too. My gut reaction is DZ wins because it's it's just like it seems like like the Miz's time is just. I mean, it's good, but it's just like we we can't see more fuck finishes. Come on, and, but happen. it is no DQ in a ladder match. Yeah, I'll call DZ too. I I like to disagree with you so that we can have the entertainment factor, but that's that's just going to Dolph Ziggler. All right, Kalisto Corbin and a chairs match. 
uh, I that feel is- like Corbin's got this. So you're calling Baron Corbin? Yeah. By the way, uh, chairs is just the one stipulation of the tables, ladders, and chairs that I'm always just like, what the fuck? A yeah, chair right? match? It's, this is literally just like a green light to smash each other with chairs. Like, that's not a match. And the other that's- thing, too, is it's like, it's just make it a no DQ and you can use ever. Because that's like, it's like, it's no DQ, but you should use right? the chairs. Don't don't use a kendo stick. That's cheating. Only chairs. Because yeah, and also because tables and ladders and the TLC changes the end. Like tables have to go through a table. Yeah, ladder. Ladders. You have to climb a ladder. Sure. So chairs should be actually TLC. You can still win by a pin. But yeah, but I'm, I'm well. Yeah, ladders and TLC matches. Oh, can you win by a pin in a TLC? I don't think you can. I think it's again, it's stuff hanging above the ring. Is the point of TLC? Yeah, TLC mm-hmm. But well, here's the here's the point though: is the la- the chairs stipulation changes nothing about the finish? Yeah, no, it just allows you to smack each other around with chairs. You should they should make they should change that so that it's like a, oh, it's a chairs match. Whoever is, uh, I don't know. The last one is musical chair. No, that's <laughs> be terrible, stupid. Uh, at and least at least it's not as stupid as la- TLC and stairs. Oh yeah. Did you ever go back and watch no. that one? Can I tell you something? Not only did they add and stairs, which is just the stupidest fucking thing, the steel steps. Did they not even use them? They did, but it was like the match was like Big Show versus somebody just stupid, like Kane. It was like a Big Show Kane stairs match, where it's just two big dudes running around. Maybe it was Mark Henry just running around with the stairs, running into each other with them. And it's like the stairs are not that cool, like. The the be- like lately they found better uses for them, but mostly it's I pick it up, I turn it sideways, I run at you, and you go oh when I hit you with it. Mm-hmm. You know, lately they found uh, who was it that did the the move where he- wasn't it uh, Kendrick Kalisto? Yeah, and he put where him he- in between, uh-huh, and slammed it. That, that was-, was cool. That was a brutal chair uh, stairs move. Give those to a stairs stipulation match. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call fuck. I'm gonna call Kalisto. Ooh, I to, mean, I'd like to see Kalisto in because I really like. He's Kalisto, not gonna, but but I'm no. disagreeing with you just so that we can Big have Andrew Corbin. All right, we got the tags, and that is Slater Gator, S- Slater Slater Rhino, Slater Rhino, and Wyatt Orton. Wyatt's all day. Wyatt's for sure has got this. I feel like there's there's no way it's not Wyatt's. And does that mean we only have one match left? Yeah, and then the the TLC for Am- the champs. Ambrose AJ in a TLC match for the championship. I feel like AJ's got it. I just feel. Oh no, this is Dean's time. Again. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna call a Dean Ambrose victory. And that is mostly me fanboying. Just as uh-huh. a heads up. But so I'm you going AJ. You and I disagree on one, two. Three, four, five matches. The only one we agree on is Dolph Ziggler winning. Um, what? I, we agree on the tags. Oh, and the tags. Wait, one, two, three. Four. Oh, shit. We we disagree on four. <laughs> well, we'll or are see what we, happens. We, so, what's our tie break? Uh, what's a good tiebreaker? Is the pre-show going to be Harper Kane? Yes or no? That's a terrible. I refuse to even to even dignify that with a response. How about does James Ellsworth come back? What, a, what does James or does Harper play a role in the ending of the tag match? 
Because uh, he's gonna. He's gonna appear. That's It's almost a guarantee. Regard, do you, unless you disagree. Because here's the thing. If you want to give me the yes and take the no on that for the tiebreaker, I'll gladly give it to you. Because he's gonna show up. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a Wyatt match at a pay-per-view. If anything, a better one would be, does Rowan show up? Oh, he's injured, though. So AJ uh, Austin Aries injured. Does he did Taker commentary. Show up. Does Taker show up? Yeah, at the pre-show match to save Kane. Uh, what a use of Undertaker. Although, does Taker come back at the SmackDown pay-per-view? Is not a bad tiebreaker. I I don't think he does. I wouldn't say he does either. At, at a TLC, yeah, I doubt it. No. But he did say it is in Dallas. He TLC. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> Ah, shit. (laughs) The seed of doubt planted and Bob's watering it. Fuck. Although he also did also say, uh, you know, I'm going to be around here more often. I'm sorry. I missed your ball games all these years, son. A, he says he's going to be around. B, it's in his backyard. So so is that our tie break? Does the taker show up? If you want to take yes, I'll take no. Tie break. Taker. Bob says no. Yeah. Corey says yeah. Okay. This is a stupid tiebreaker. I fucking am not doing myself a. I have done myself very little favors. Very little. You just took the controversial opinion every time, or I'm, the contrarian opinion, I suppose. Well, I don't think I don't think calling Alexa Bliss is that bad of a call. Calling Carmella is awful. Calling Kalisto is terrible. Calling Dean is probably wrong. I love him. He's probably wrong. Ziggler and I, you and I agree on, even though I don't know for sure. And fucking Wyatt's versus Slater and Rhino. It's like, although, hey, I mean, we were wrong about Brock Lesnar, weren't we? We've been wrong many times before. <sighs> we'll have to see how that all turns out. But I think uh, it's going to be a good fucking show. Uh, to end the show, I have a fun little trivia fact. Since uh, WWE has just uploaded uh, the full WLC match. What? Uh there is there is a TLC pre show match like last year or the year before I think two years ago maybe three uh, and it was between El Torito and Hornswoggle I remember this now and it was fucking and atrocious it was Hornswoggle and the three man band versus El Torito and it was atrocious it was fun honestly I enjoy I watched it it was okay it was fun in the same way that like. McDonald's can have tasty food. The food is in quotation marks. So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Uh, I did I did a little looking up on El Torito, and there's a lot there. Unpacking El Torito. One. Okay. He's you can you can see him in Nacho Libre. What for real? <laughs> yeah. No shit. Two. And here's the crazy. Here's the real crazy part. Okay. So he is like one of the biggest little wrestlers in mexico i I did hear that like he's huge like very popular and when they have little wrestlers they often make like clones of popular wrestlers you know like la parka is a huge popular wrestler and they make la parkita or whatever sure he is the only one who has had a big version made of him what really and you know who the big version is? Do I get a hint? Well, I know this person. Yes. Do I get a hint? He is now in the WWE under a different name. What? 
That totally threw me off. Uh, not it's not uh, fucking Lin- Lindsay. Is no. It? Is it is it someone on in NXT or someone on a Raw or SmackDown? I suppose technically on a Raw or SmackDown. I don't know who is it. Grand Metalik. What? Really? <laughs> yes. What? Grand Metalik was originally big version of El Torito. That makes me just feel so bad for El Torito for getting just shit on because he was good. Like there were yeah. times where he would interfere in matches for the Shinings. I'm sorry. Uh, Los Matadores. Uh, and there were times he'd interfere, and I'd be like, fire these two fucks and promote him. Let him wrestle these people. I mean, it'd be ridiculous if you had like El Torito versus anyone else. Bring back Ray just so they can feud. <laughs> Let him fight Sami Zayn. He can get some wins. Anyway, but still, I thought that was all very That's awesome. fun trivia. That is very fun. Any other wrestling news you want to talk about at all before we get uh, out of here? Anything big? Not really. No. Um, There's not a lot of updates on Paige. We'll be we'll be we'll be plugging the show that we're going to. Uh, oh we'll yeah, re- we'll record next week, next hopefully, week, yeah. which will still be before the show, and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, record because we'll be recording before next Saturday. We'll probably have to record like Thursday next week because Friday's the party. Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, shout out to the party I'm having. You friend can't of come. you can't come. Stop asking. Anyway, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, dude. So let's wrap this. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll well next week we're going to what's the name of this promotion by the way? Is it's not an evolve show, is it? Yeah, it's evolve. Is it evolve seventy four? Cool. So yeah, we're going to evolve 75? next week. And then in two days, it is TLC. So mm-hmm. next week, we will have a uh, TLC review. Uh, more I'm, Raw, more SmackDown. I'm also going to have that trivia fucking ready for you, Bob. Next I'm excited week, for it. I'm, I'm coming excited at for you, next bro. week. We got to figure out what the prize is. Actually, I have the prize. I figured it out. Okay. Anyway. Don't tell me. I want to know. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find Bob on the social media at Bob Feckety on Twitter and at Soldier Scuzzy on Instagram. If you like soda pop. You can find me on both of those at CB Poindexter, and you can find the both of us on Twitter at Small Package POD. That is POD for podcast. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We we love you all for it. Tune in next week for Small Package. Small Package.
Ah, 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 ah,